I'm Kelsey. I'm Cassie. And I'm Nolan from SCP Weekly. We bring you news from on-site and off-site. And we share your love for the creative community that surrounds the SCP Wiki. Join us on Tuesdays for new episodes, wherever you listen to podcasts, or on YouTube at SCP Weekly. The file you are about to hear has been thoroughly scrutinized by the Ethics Committee and approved by the O5 Council for release to trusted associates of the Foundation. This is SCP Unredacted. Item number SCP-7842 Containment Class Safe Special Containment Procedures As the approach vector to SCP-7842 is currently a driveway, accidental discovery has been deemed highly unlikely. Any civilians who discover the anomaly are to be amnesticized should they return. No additional resources are to be allocated to SCP-7842 research projects. Description SCP-7842 is the site of the January 1955 Sutton Coldfield rail crash. The anomalous properties only become apparent when it is approached on foot at an angle of 20 degrees from geographical north with a permissible margin of error of about 50 minutes, roughly 0.83 degrees. The vicinity of the anomaly is geographically distinct from the entrance point. Upon entering the anomaly, personnel report seeing a landscape made of overturned and damaged LMS Black 5 train cars. The train cars do not appear furnished. There is no evidence of prior human occupation such as seats, other furnishings, or corpses. While the ground level of the anomaly appears to follow the natural geography of Sutton Coldfield, the terrain is composed of train cars in various states of disrepair. Ground-penetrating radar scans suggest the underground is composed of more train cars. The terrain is largely unnavigable. The cracks between the train cars have no measurable depth. Any material that falls within these cracks should be considered lost. Approximately one in every 20 train cars is on fire. The fire is cool to the touch and has no apparent fuel source, though when metal is separated from a train car, it ceases to burn. Testing has shown that the fire burns and melts materials, including metal, wood, and cloth and can be quenched with water, but does not harm living biological matter. Personnel uniformly report a deep and instinctual dread when they view the fire. There does not appear to be a celestial light source. Despite this, the sky appears a dull orange from the diffusion of the aforementioned fire. The only meaningful landmark is a sculpture of a male lion that appears made of the same material as the landscape. The sculpture is an estimated 70 kilometers due east of the entry point to the anomaly. All personnel exposed to the anomaly have expressed a desire to investigate the sculpture further. 
though it remains unclear whether there is a compulsive effect or if this is natural curiosity. Despite the distance of the lion sculpture, personnel have uniformly questioned why its eyes are not alight. Addendum 1 Dr. S.P., civilian literature professor, approximately 90 years old, details redacted for privacy. Dr. P. was admitted to Good Hope Hospital after being discovered delirious in Sutton Park after being missing for two weeks. She was remanded to Foundation custody after a psychological assessment of the following recurring dream flagged several alert systems. I used to love the Dark Lion. We used to play together, my siblings and I. We imagined a paradise away from the mundane world. A place where we were knights and heroes beneath the burning eyes of the Dark Lion, our savior and guardian. I always think I I wake up there, the place where they died. I felt myself burning for the past 70 years, wondering if it could have been me. Wondering why I was still here. In my dream, The lion comes to us and offers me eternity. Take that as you will. And they come for us as we play petty kings and queens, rulers of the public parks. And one by one, my siblings take his offer. He's sitting there, watching me with his scarlet eyes. And I hesitate. I keep hesitating. I've thought it's my punishment. But really, it was just an accident. There was nothing I could have done. I know I love him. Then, my youngest sister takes his paw and vanishes into the darkness. I'm told she didn't, wouldn't, have felt any pain in the crash, that she would have died instantly. And I ask where they've gone, but the dark lion doesn't answer. He wants me to trust him. And I stare into the darkness, but all I can see is a dim firelight. When I look back at him, he's no longer by me. He's endlessly far away, and his hide has turned from flesh to twisted metal. I scream at him. I ask him where they've gone, what's happened to him. I I had to identify 
my brothers from their clothing, you know. There wasn't enough left of, of their faces. He, he doesn't answer. How can he? He's just, just a lion. And he's so, so far away. And I fling myself into the earth, into those thin cracks between the train cars, hoping that I can find the mercy of being with my family again. But always, always, I wake up on the surface. I see him in the distance, through the cold firelight, watching me, guarding me, mocking me. His eyes aren't red anymore. They're hollow. I wish I knew why. Thank you for listening. If you like what you hear, join my Discord community, hire me on Fiverr, or help support me by becoming a patron for as little as $3 a month. Regardless of tier, all patrons get early access to every single episode. The links are in the description. I don't have the talent it takes to write a skip. All I do is read. Original authors make this podcast possible, so credit to the original author. Their link's in the description. Show them some love as well. Consider becoming a member of the SCP Wiki. Upvote their work, and maybe write a skip of your own. Maybe I'll read it here someday. You never know, if you never try. The content of this podcast and content relating to the SCP Foundation, including the SCP Foundation logo, is licensed under Creative Commons ShareLight 3.0, and all concepts originate from scpwiki.com and its authors. This recording... Being derived from this content is hereby also released under Creative Commons ShareLike 3.0. I'm Grigori Carpin from Simply Creative People, the podcast where we discuss GOIs, canons, and stories from the SCP Wiki, and we try to recommend things for all fans of the Wiki, new and old. Look for us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. Visit the show page at anchor.fm slash simply-creative-people. Or follow us on Twitter at S-I-M-C-R-E-A-T. Hey there, this is DJ Skip, host of Foundation After Midnight Radio, coming to you from the only third shift broadcast for personnel, by personnel. Be sure to tune in wherever you listen to podcasts to not miss out on containment news and community announcements from within the Foundation.